All right, it is now time for our monthly buyblacks.com segment. Camille Dundas is the founder and editor-in-chief of Canada's leading Black Canadian online magazine. She joins me now. Hey, Camille. Hey, good morning, Maggie. How's it going? Good. How are you? Not too bad at all. So you have a, a new article on the site, and the headline reads, Could Toronto See Its First Black Mayor? Um, and just you know, listing that there are a number of black candidates among the 102, but also in the top six as well. So why write this piece? Well, in a media landscape, I'm putting it that way, yeah. where, you know, you just said the top six, for example, in, in any of the debates that we've seen, only the quote top six, people who poll in the top six are invited to the debate, right? Yeah. And, you know, at Buy Blacks, obviously, we're, we're interested in, um, in highlighting uh, Black involvement in any part of, uh, of the way that we live. And so the short answer, Maggie, is who else will do it mm. um, if we're not? If we're not uh, highlighting uh, the Black candidates that are running, who else is doing it? And so that's the gap we've always filled and will continue to fill. So that's why uh, we, we, we thought, hey, let's do something on this to make sure that um, everyone knows a little bit about um, who's representing them. Yeah. Hey, we've been talking a lot about representation this morning with a number of our guests, and it is important, you know, in a city of diversity to uh, see, uh, you know, just, an, again, a cross-section of diversity um, in the 100, I always just laugh at the 102 <laughs> candidates that are running for mayor. All right, so Toronto has had a female mayor, uh, not a mayor of color yet, Um you know, the, the top uh, polling person right now is a woman of color, uh, Olivia Chow. Why would this be important to have uh, a mayor of color in, again, one of the most diverse cities in our country? Well, I would say specifically a black mayor because mm. that's what mm -hmm. we focus on. That's yeah. That's the article focuses on. Um, it is important because, because representation does matter. Um, and for, you know, in, in, I just think it's, it's interesting when you look at who, who lives in our city, but compared to who votes. Yeah. Um, so I'll just put that out there. Yeah. Um, but in terms of reflecting um, the, the true makeup of our city, it, it would be important to, to have someone who is Black or who is uh, from another ethnic community, just, even if just for um, the, the representation aspect. Now, that's not to say that we, we need to elect somebody based on racial lines. And, um, and I don't even think, to be honest, that black people or, or any other ethnic groups are voting purely on racial lines at all. Um, but it, it, the, the same reason that, the same way that um, uh, sentiments have changed, you know, ripples across the U.S. when, when um, Barack Obama was elected, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, the same, it's the same effect. It, it gives some hope and some type of, um, you know, validation, I would think, and inclusion uh, to people, to black people and other people of color uh, to see someone who looks like them in power for once. And I think that word inclusion, if we underline that, because I don't think it just means you're, I think you're absolutely right, Camille, uh, when we talk about the, the power of representation. But you also alluded to the fact that there are a number of people in uh, in 
ethnic communities uh, and also and black community as well who don't vote because they don't feel like they're they are being uh, counted for. They don't feel they're being spoken on behalf of. They don't feel like they're being included. And so that kind of, you know, that creates a sense of the fact that, you know, people don't care, that the city doesn't care about the issues that concern my community. So what are you hearing from the candidates that is is of interest to those in the Black community? Well, I think that voters or just people in the black community in general, they're not, they're, they have the same concerns uh, as everyone else, yeah. right? Uh, specifically in, in the city of Toronto, I think uh, high on the, on the list of concerns um, is uh, accessible, accessible housing, affordable housing rather, mm-hmm. um, and, and public safety. Um, but the additional concerns um, that black voters have that, that maybe others don't have is that while, you know, I'll go back to what I said that in terms of I don't think black people are, are voting based on race. Like, they're not saying, hey, let me find a black, uh, black candidate to vote, to vote in just because they're black. As the article pointed out, um, you know, it's not about having uh, black faces in high, in high places. Right. Um, it, it is because, as we both know, you know, all, all skin folk ain't kin folk. Yes. And it, it's, so it's not that um, having a black person in power will, will benefit your life the next day. But they are looking for someone um, who is who is not anti-black, who mm-hmm. they can trust to not be anti-black. And but but quite frankly, that may not necessarily be a black person. Mm. Um, you know, in terms of what I'm hearing from the community, just for example, Mark Saunders is not that person mm-hmm. to, the, to, the, to the black community. Mm-hmm. Um, we we don't forget um, how he supported Cardi. We the the queer black community doesn't forget. Um, um, what happened when there was a serial killer and the, how the, the police downplayed that, right? So um, it is, it's very complex, right? It is, it's not black and white for use of a better term, right? Yeah. Um, so what I'm saying is that we, we have the same concerns as everyone else, but we have the additional um, kind of, you know, antenna that we keep up, right? So to be on the lookout for a candidate who we feel will, will is, is, you know, have at least a framework in, in some area of social justice. Yeah. Uh, I have a minute left. Are there any favorites among those running when it comes to the black community? How, how you're leaning? You talked about maybe not as favorable with Mark Saunders. Is there one name that's, that's sticking out? Well, it, it's interesting because um, Chloe Brown yeah. is, is incredibly smart and uh, incredibly rooted um, but the, the quote unquote like favorites though aren't aren't polling, right? Mm-hmm. Um and, and for for the candidate the black candidate that is polling, which is, is Mitzi, uh, I'll give it to her. The her platform is so impressive. Mm-hmm. And after we published the article, um, just a couple of days ago, she released her, her plan. And I went through it and it is one of it is fully costed line by line, which is so impressive to me, it's so solid. Um, I think that what, what she's doing um, is her, her plan is airtight. And when I've looked at even how people who weren't supporting her before are reacting to the release of that plan, um, it's, it's very impressive. All right. And that's, again, we are, we are a monolith. Or Sorry, we're not a monolith. Not, we, yeah. we, we're not a monolith. We, we have many different takes and there are many different opinions across the board when it comes to the black community. And uh, we will see on Election Day, June 26th, who will be the mayor of Toronto? Camille, always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Maggie.
That was Camille Dundas, the co-founder and editor-in-chief of Canada's leading Black Canadian online magazine, BuyBlacks.com. You can check out the article that we were just talking about on uh, BuyBlacks.com. The uh, headline reads, could Toronto see its first Black mayor? Who knows? Maybe it will be.